For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. North Korea has test-fired its first ballistic missile since President Biden took office, a provocative move apparently aimed at pressuring the U.S. back to the negotiating table. The talks over the North's nuclear program collapsed after the failure of leader Kim Jong-un's second summit with President Trump two years ago. The U.S. rejected North Korean demands for major sanctions relief in exchange for a partial surrender of its nuclear capabilities. South Korea and Japan reacted swiftly to the ballistic missiles test, with the Japanese prime minister calling it a threat. Yoshihide Suga's remarks appeared on Al Jazeera. It is a threat to our country and to regional security. It's also a violation of the United Nations Security Council resolution. We'll strictly protest and condemn their actions. The launches came a day after U.S. and South Korean officials said the North fired short-range weapons presumed to be cruise missiles into its western sea over the weekend. And it assured that President Biden will be questioned about policy toward North Korea at his first presidential press conference today. Laura Rossbrow-Tellum reports reporters have been pressuring Biden to meet with them in a wide-ranging press conference. President Joe Biden holds his first formal press conference today. About two months into his presidency, the longest any president has waited to give a formal press conference in 100 years. Biden will likely face questions about the stimulus plan and the filibuster, a hot topic as the Senate debates a major voting rights bill. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer told a Senate hearing on H.R. 1, the For the People Act, which focuses on protecting voting rights. Republicans could try to win over voters with policy ideas in the next election after losing in 2020. Republicans instead are trying to disenfranchise those voters. Shame on them. Schumer highlighted the more than 250 Republican-sponsored bills now in state legislatures that would restrict voting access, saying many echo Jim Crow-era racist policies. But Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell argued voters' distrust of election results would only increase if the bill passes, which would make it easier to vote. We should be finding ways to rebuild trust, not destroy it further. But that's exactly what a partisan power grab would guarantee. For Pacifica Network and Public News Service, I'm Laura Rosbratellum. Hundreds of mourners gathered last night at a candlelight vigil to remember the 10 people gunned down at a supermarket in Boulder, Colorado. The 21-year-old man suspected of carrying out the rampage is expected to make his first court appearance this morning. Ahmed al-Aliwi Alyssa has been jailed for investigation of murder since he was arrested inside the King Supers supermarket in Boulder on Monday and treated at a hospital for a leg wound. At today's court appearance, he will hear the pending charges he faces and his rights. He will not be asked to enter a plea. Virginia has become the 23rd state, but the first in the South to abolish the death penalty. Democratic Governor Ralph Northam signed the historic legislation, saying the state has much to be proud of, but not its history of executions. Over our 400-year history, Virginia has executed more than 1,300 people, more than any other state. And as I have learned more about how the death penalty is applied in this country, I can say that the death penalty is fundamentally flawed. Most importantly, we know that the system doesn't always get it right.
Northam recounted the story of Earl Washington Jr., a black man sentenced to death after being wrongfully convicted of rape and murder in Virginia in 1984. He spent more than 17 years in prison before exoneration. Washington came within nine days of execution. The White House says it's dedicating another $10 billion to try to drive up vaccination rates in low-income, minority, and rural communities around the country. The effort is funded through the $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package passed earlier this month. It will include billions for community health centers to expand COVID-19 vaccinations, testing, and other preventive health care. Biden's administration will start distributing the money next month. In addition, the administration said it's allocating $3 billion to bolster vaccine confidence. The money can be used by rural faith-based organizations and by food assistance and housing nonprofits in high-poverty communities to conduct door-to-door outreach and education efforts to urge eligible people to schedule vaccination appointments. COVID-19 has killed more than 545,000 people in the United States. Brazil has surpassed 300,000 deaths from COVID-19. It is only the second nation to hit the grim landmark after the U.S. The daily death toll in Brazil surpassed 3,000 for the first time this week. I'm Eileen Alfandiri for Pacifica Radio.